1: Alright, Daily Thrones fans, the big question of the day. Who currently is the best hand? We have a lot of hands of the kings and the queens run around this world of Westeros, no longer Essos. Which one is the best hand? Is it Tyrion Lannister with his knowledge of Westeros and the back entrances to Casterly Rock? It would seem. Is he the one that is the best? Advising Danny, she tries to take over the realm. Is it Kyburn? He has—he's wearing that hand sigil for, 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 Cersei. There's never, there wasn't an official announcement or proclamation. He just kind of showed up with it. But it makes sense. Cersei trusts him almost more than anyone out there. Probably even more than Jaime. And he has proven to be quite a good resource for. Her, whether it is creating the mountain or now working on this weapon designed to take down dragons, could that be his? worth to her could that be what he brings to the table that others don't not just advice but helping her kind of form actions and plans and defenses or is it uh, Davos he's kind of a hand de facto hand for a lot of people he was for Stannis that didn't go that well but it wasn't Davos's fault I think Stannis and I do love my man Stannis I do think Stannis just never really heeded the advice of Davos. He was under the spell of the Red Woman. Could Davos be a hand for Jon Snow or is it Sansa who is definitely positioning herself right now of course to be the uh, Warden of the North it would be or uh, the temporary Queen of the North when Jon's going to go on this mission. She's advising Jon as well. Could she at any point be officially the Hand of the King? Hand of the King of the North? It's possible. I think that's part of what she's angling for though Baelish of course certainly wants her to rule who right now is the best hand and maybe the other question is who would be the best hand if they were given the opportunity let me know here on daily thrones we are one day away from episode 3
2: Hey, Ken, as far as the Queen's justice and what I think Cersei is going to do, well, the interesting thing is that Euron didn't kill the, the one Sand Snake, and it happened to be the Sand Snake that is Alaria Sand's daughter. Remember, the other two Sand Snakes were not her biological children. And honestly, I think I could see her making a big show and killing her daughter right in front of Alaria Sand, to be honest. She murdered Marcella. And as far as Jamie goes, you know, Marcella was Jamie's daughter too and you know she he had finally had that nice father moment with marcella when she says that i'm glad you're my father and then of course he's the one that actually saw marcella die that painful horrible death so i don't know if he would even be that upset about it but that's how
0: i think it's probably going to play out but who knows maybe something else will happen hey ken just thinking about who's the best hand in my opinion it'd have to be Tyrion. um my reason that comes to mind is in terms of a small council and the small council that typically comprise, or sorry, the roles that typically comprise a small council, um, he has had more different roles at different times than anybody else eligible in this discussion as a hand currently. Um, I think that also growing up a dwarf and someone who was verbally and physically abused and, you know, he's, He's grown up in this world of conniving that the Lannisters live in, this world of uh, backhanded compliments and underhanded tactics and all kinds of treachery. So I think that you know, those experiences have made him smart and also made him a little more honest along his road. So that's my thoughts. Thanks for taking the call.
1: I like the Night King. So a random person calls in and says simply to me, I like the Night King. It was a uh, funny little prank, if you will, but I got to thinking about it. You know what? I have to confess something to... I actually really do like the Night King. Whether or not he's the Night's King and part of the uh, ancient stories of the Long Night or he's some new creation for the show, some hybrid, we know that this one was perhaps, I believe, I take it as to say, one created by Leaf and the Children of the Forest. But yeah, I've got to admit, I do like the Night King too. I think they have been dealing with him in a very good way on the show. It is a long play. This is a... A character that, that was only mentioned in old stories, if at all, on the show. Yeah, you heard about the White Walkers, but this guy emerges in season four, uh, turning one of Craster's boys into one of his own. And it was like, what is this? This has got to be the Night King. This is what we all thought. HBO kind of gave it away, and now it's the Night King. And uh, perhaps a little bit of a different mythology, but I'm all on board. And then in season five, Hard Home, he, he makes his... Uh, Well, not debut, but he makes his presence known and it is one of the best moments in the show. The design of the Night King, which has gone through some slight variations, is one of my favorites on the show. He is fierce, he is formidable, and he does strike an actual terror into me as as a viewer, as a fan. When he's around, nothing's going to go right. And while I do believe that he will be defeated... As uh, much as George R. R. Martin likes to switch some stories on, his, on their heels, I think at the end of the day, you're not going to see the show end with the Night King defeating everybody. That just, well, on some level, I could imagine it and could be fitting. I just can't see that happening in full. So at some point, he'll be defeated. But right now, it is something that in story, when you crawl into that Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire story bubble, it's 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 scary. I don't know how he can de- be defeated. Yes, Dragonglass. Yes, Valerian Still. Yes, the Wall. Still, maybe has some kind of power against him. If he, especially if he's trying to go around, take his armies by Eastwatch, by the sea. But but really, can they rally? Can the men and women of Restoros rally? Get all these materials and strike him down in time? I just don't know. I just don't know what to expect. And that's what I love about the Night King. I also love that this story, again, has been played out. Here we are in the seventh season, and he's still not really present. He, he's had some interactions now with Bran. He's touched Bran. We've seen more of him. We've seen him in action. He took out the Three Ride Raven. Um, But we haven't really seen him in full. He doesn't speak, at least not yet. He uh, is not in scenes. You've not seen him sitting down and having dinner. He's just this menace out there way beyond the wall. But now his impact is felt in almost every episode now in Season 7. We're going to get mentions of the Night King and his army. John is just... Straight out calling him the Night King You've never seen him I have, I know what to expect And that uh, that to me is very cool That this was, at the end of the day By season 8 This main villain, this big baddie Is someone who not, was not even present Until four seasons in But we know he factors in We know it all boils down to how John, Danny, and everyone else in Westeros Can take him out You know what? I like the Night King, too. What do you guys think about the Night King? Let me know here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken. Who do you
2: think's the best hand currently? That's a very good question. I might have to give it to Quyburn. Because, number one, he seems to have a good mind for strategy. Number two, he can do things Tyrion and Davos can't do. Like what he did to the mountain. And that's something that can definitely come in handy. So right now i would say quyburn because, i mean with tyrion we, we, he has this plan for danny some of us think maybe danny should have just gone right after king's landing it depends on if, if this plan succeeds i maybe would say well tyrion really was the best but if this plan completely fails and danny fails then i would have to say no tyrion was not the best hand
0: Hey Ken, just calling it about something I noticed after rewatching the first two episodes of this season of Game of Thrones. In the opening credit sequence, the Baratheon stag is still represented over King's Landing. And I don't really get why that is, as Cersei is now Queen through, I guess, what would be her own blood right? Now that Robert's actual bloodline is dead, Cersei Lannister, I think, actually has a legitimate claim to the throne as a Lannister because by right of marriage, I guess. Um, But I, I wonder if that's actually not why the Baratheon stag is represented there. I wonder if it's a slight nod to Gendry still being in King's Landing. For some reason, I just love this idea of Gendry coming back as this kind of a valiant character somewhat. And I'm not sure if that'll happen, but it's just something that I kind of ran with when it crossed my mind. So thanks for taking the call, Ken. Interested to hear your thoughts. Have a great night. So
1: does the Baratheon sigil flying high above King's Landing in the opening credits of Game of Thrones Season 7? Does that mean Cersei Baratheon, who is, well, we call her Cersei Lannister and have from the beginning, but she's Baratheon by marriage, just like Joffrey Baratheon was not Joffrey Lannister. But, really, Cersei has never been a Baratheon, so that, uh, could that be Gendry? Thomas, with that call? Here on Daily Thrones, wondering about our favorite rowboat hero. Where is Gendry? We believe he's coming back this season. The actor's been around the premieres. He's been possibly spotted on set or flying to the locations. I believe Gendry's coming back. It is that type of season where everyone will kind of come back and storylines are finishing up or intersecting again. And we're seeing these uh, characters long gone factor back into the show, and Gendry is a character that has been long, long gone, but carries a lot of weight. He is, by all rights, the king. and should be the king, if you follow the line. Now, Daenerys might not think so. She might think, hey, these last 20 years have just been a little bit of a usurper-based problem. I am the one who belongs on the Iron Throne, but if you believed in Stannis, if you believed Renly could follow Stannis, Stannis, then Gendry is your king. Does Gendry return? Does he row back into someone's life? Does he row back into someone's story? Does Gendry Baratheon pick up a warhammer and take his father's place on the Iron Throne? It's a thought for today and a thought for tomorrow. We've got episode three tomorrow. You can tune in here for reactions and call in with your reviews of the show, your quick takes. We love them here on Daily Thrones. It's your voice and mine. Together, we make... Daily Thrones.